Hello, welcome to Bread to PM with thoughts from the tractor and Russell. Hello, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. It's Christmas Eve. Oh, I was going to say 2024. I'm already, in, I'm already in 2024. You're a year ahead of us. Well, we'll see what happens a year from now. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> How are things today, my girl? Um, they are good. I was sitting here journaling. Um, it's a nice quiet. We have a nice quiet house. Uh, everybody's where they need to be, and Russ and I are here with our two dogs, like usual, and we're good with it. Um, families everywhere. Um, and uh, I was just doing some journaling this morning and thinking about my up and down struggle with my weight. Um, and it seems odd that that's what I'm thinking about on Christmas Eve in the midst of making sweets and giving them out and testing them all. And, and uh, so anyway, so I was writing about how the similarities between eating sugar and and drinking alcohol are so the same and what it does to a person's brain including mine yeah it's it's amazing and and i i don't think a lot of people make that correlation no how addicting sugar is and how bad it is for you yeah and like alcohol you can see it because uh people well, even even alcoholics don't necessarily always have to get drunk, right? To be an alcoholic, but it, you can see the habit forming and the and the uh, um, decisions that are made mm -hmm. while drinking. Which, whereas sugar, you know, it, it's kind of a different ballgame in some aspects. Mm -hmm. But yet it, and and it. Some people might not want to hear this around Christmas, but it just, this is something, what we've done with our podcasts is basically talk about things that are affecting our lives at the moment and, and not put them off um, because of a, what time of year it is or what's going on. Um, and for me right now, it's a time of, I've been doing a lot of self-reflection this whole last couple months about it because I'd lost quite a bit of weight and then it all has come back again and I really liked the way I felt at about 20 pounds less than what I am right now and it wasn't the look it wasn't the I shouldn't say it wasn't the look part of it was the look but most of it was the way I felt when I walked the way I felt when I sat my how clear my mind was how um i just felt so much more in control and also i felt that my moods were better um and what i'm finding now that um i've gained back the weight which has been like the story of my life and i know in some podcasts we've already talked about that but for some reason right now it's really hitting me cuz i listen to other people who are either having issues with drinking or having issues 
um, with other uh, addictive things, um, but not making any changes or their health is poor and the alcohol is just making it worse or the alcohol is making their lifestyle worse because, um, and it's waiting till the, the right moment to quit. Exactly. And that's what we were talking about today. Yeah. Is it, well, I'll wait till after Christmas. Well, better wait till after New Year's. Well, I got this function coming. I'll do it after that. Like, if you wait till the time is perfect, the timing is probably never perfect. No, and there's always something else. But I just had a thought. Oh, okay. If it's going to improve health, your health, the timing is perfect. Oh, that's true. So, Michael, go ahead, sorry, you're going to say. You, or it's you that makes the timing perfect. It's not the time of the season. It's not what's going on in life. It's your health. The timing is now is perfect. Oh, I like that. The timing is now is perfect. Okay, that's our thought from the tractor. The timing now is perfect. The timing now is perfect. Okay. So... So what we were, so I was thinking about um, how to stop. And one of the things is the 12 steps of AA can be also done. And I just looking up, there's actually a sugar and carb um, addicts anonymous online. And they have meetings and they have, uh, they follow all the, they follow the big book of AA and they follow the big book or they follow all the traditions and stuff. And so I'm actually going to look into that because what I do know is that I do have, so when I stopped drinking, I turned to sugar. Like when I was drinking, I would ha make all these amazing drinks for everybody and I'd push them on everybody. And I, I didn't drink a lot but enough that it just kind of um, altered my, my mood a little bit. It wasn't ever a, a get drunk kind of thing. But I knew that I needed to stop that. But then what I switched to was the chocolate fountain and making these uh, great displays with a chocolate fountain. And pushing that on everybody. I was the one that would bring a chocolate fountain with all the stuff to parties. Yeah. And I did that for years until my fountain broke, <laughs> broke a couple years ago. And I, then I was panicking that I needed one and I still haven't bought one. No, we don't need one. No, it's okay. But, but it, it's, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I was going to say it's, it's, uh, uh, I won't use the word funny, but it's kind of interesting how the pattern went from from alcoholic drinks to food. Yeah. Same same habit. Different different uh, food for different. But when you look at the the sugar, it actually isn't. It's the sugar too in alcohol. No, no, no. I mean, yeah, like I mean. <laughs> As far as like you went from alcohol to sugar, but I guess yeah, you're right. It is the same. 
the same component. Well, and you still get a high sugar. Yeah. yeah. And they've done, there's been research that done that sugar is like cocaine, does the same thing to your brain as cocaine. They've done <clears throat> MRIs or CAT scans showing that, that what it does to your brain, and it actually functions the same way as cocaine. And I think unless you've, I think people who have addictive personalities anyway, always find something, whether it's alcohol, sugar, drugs, work, excuse, excuse yeah, addiction to excuse. Yeah. I never even thought of that, but that's true. No, for sure. Some people have an excuse for everything. Mm -hmm. Like this one, this didn't turn out because, well, and this and this sucked, and that's it. Well, the only common denominator with everything that sucks is you. Right. Like, then the next person could have thought it was absolutely wonderful. Mm -hmm. But some, I find some people so negative about everything. And it, it's like, that's a rock bottom. Well, and I think. In my, my perspective. Yeah, and I think with that, I think when. When you when you are around people like that and you see it, so this is what kind of has also made me do some more self reflection about this is because I've seen people who have health issues who are still drinking. I've seen people, and and then I'm like, well, if only they would quit drinking. And then I saw there's somebody else that has uh, some other issues, and no matter what they do. They're unhappy where they go, who they see, who they're around. And one of the common denominators, again, is the drinking. And so then I know people who are struggling with their weight and pre-diabetic, possible heart. And then I'm like, okay, well, then you need to do something about it. So I'm looking out. And I'm judging what all these other people should be doing. And then I go get my blood work done. My cholesterol is higher than it should be. I'm not pre-diabetic, but it, like my numbers are creeping up a little bit. Um, my stomach isn't feeling like it's like where I gain weight is, is like heart attack zone. Um, and it's not like I'm not working out. We work out about four times a week at Orange Theory Fitness. And and I've improved and I got good strength and all that. But I need the combination. Yeah. And so what has led me to this thought today, and because I read Russ my, what I wrote in my journal, is that I can't be looking or waiting myself. I can't wait for another date. I can't wait till after Christmas or after we go out today for uh, for lunch with our with with our family. I can't wait till uh, the third of 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 um, of January and you know start on the bandwagon of and it's not about the New Year. This is not about New Year. This is just about me being more. Yeah. And this is about me thinking, 
do I want to live a healthy life? Like, and that's what it's about. There's that saying, there's no better time than the present. Mm -hmm. to, to start. Yeah. And to do it. And, and I know you'll be successful at it. Can you put your mind to something? You're very successful at it. Well, I think I think this this time, like, like truly I've been on diet since I was age eight and my body image has been, been, um, horrible my whole life. Like I've never realized when I looked good, I could. Well, when you were a teenager, you were hot, right. but cuter smoking. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. And you thought, you always thought you were, you were fat and you were not. Well, and same in nursing school. We went to Mexico, and I look at pictures, and I remember thinking, oh, my gosh, I can't stand beside all these girls because they're so skinny. I look at pictures, and I was the same size as them. So I had this, had and still have this really body dysmorphic, you know, that even when I'm looking good, I don't feel like I'm looking good. And even now, I don't look bad, but what's triggering me this this time more than anything is health is my health is um heart being heart smart being um being strong flexible what i think what was really cool one time is you we found these pictures of women that were the same weight as uh -huh. and how different bodies can look at that weight Mm -hmm. It was truly amazing. They, I think the biggest, the, the, the biggest, well, it's easy for me to say, but one of the biggest detriments is the weight scale. Because mm -hmm. that, to me, can play havoc on, on people like crazy. And, uh, and, and, uh, with how you feel. And, and, we both have issues like hereditary problems with cholesterol. Mm -hmm. we, we both have that. And the best thing we can do is exercise and watch our diet. Right. To combat that. Because I don't want to go on any more meds. I'm on, a, I'm on enough meds for yeah. health problems. But um, we can control what goes in our mouth. Mm -hmm. So that. I, I have weaknesses. I'm not a sweet fan, and I'm very happy I'm not. Yeah. I, I, sweets just don't like, ugh. But, but, I have potato chips and nuts and bread, and, you know, it's, I don't want to, I don't know if it's my weakness, but it's what I really like. Uh-huh. And that can lead to issues. So, one of the things... One of the reasons why we decided we want to do the podcast this morning is you had said to me, um, Oh, yeah. What can I do to help? Right. Which, yeah. But you asked me to tell you. Yeah. What, tell him what he needs to not do to trigger me. Mm -hmm. And my, my thought back was, I don't want to take, I have to take responsibility for myself. And I can't say, okay, I don't want you to do this, this, and this. I don't want you to eat 
potato chips in the evening. I don't want you to do, it's not up to me to tell you what to do or not to do. If you want to be of support to me, you you already know when you're sitting beside me and we're watching something and you have a bowl of trail mix that I pick out the cashews and the M&Ms and that's what I do. So, but that's on me not to be doing it. That's not on you not to eat it. Now, if you want to not eat it, like I don't want you hiding it. That's like some people used to do when I stopped drinking. They would put their wine or whatever in their coffee cup and think that I wouldn't know. Well, that doesn't help me either. They're only fooling themselves. Right. And so it's up to you how you want to manage what you eat around me. That's up to you. But I don't have the energy or the mindset to be also watching you. I have to. I have to put that energy into me. Yeah, and that makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. Once, once uh, you know, once you explain it to me, I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Take, take responsibility. Like I got to take responsibility myself on how to help you. Right. Without putting more pressure on you, of more decisions and more thoughts. Like what you're going to be going through is going to be hard enough without um, having to monitor me. Right. If that, if that makes any sense. Yeah, and and we've talked about that too. Even like when you were when you were sick, like I can help you then, but you're a help. You know, that's what you needed me to do that. But now it's like, no, it's it's not up to me to help you gain, lose, or change your eating habits. I can't do that. Norm, I used to feel like I should be doing that. Yeah. And that's just my, you know, control freak stuff happening. But I don't want to do that. I need to put the energy into me and clearing my head, making myself feel more healthy. The other way to look at it as well is that you um, – so if, if there's a couple together, one has a drinking issue and the other one doesn't, does the other person still drink around them? Or does the other, like, yeah, it, right? It, like, yeah, like that's, a, it depends on the individuals, like, yeah. Exactly. So as we know of a, a very good friends of ours, he quit drinking and she, you know, she'll have her wine around them and stuff. Well, and we do the same we thing. We do the same. But there's times I'll ask you, do you mind if I have a, a drink? Just yeah. To, you know, um, and of course you're fine with it. Yeah. And, uh, but, but it too, it, it's not to take it to extremes. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's the thing. When we first got back together, that was my thing with you, is that I don't care if you drink. I could go into I can go into a bar with you and order my whatever um, non-alcoholic whatever and I'm fine. Um, but I won't be around people who are all getting drunk. I it's it's not where I want to be. I don't like it. Um, I don't like the changes in people when they're drinking. Um, 
and I'm the only one that's sober, that I find very difficult. So I know what my boundaries are. So it's the same with, with, I wouldn't say the same. It's harder, I think, with food, with any type of food you're trying to cut out of a diet. Because, and especially this time of year, this is kind of funny that I'm deciding right now that this is what I'm going to do. But what a great, great Christmas gift you're giving to yourself. Right. And what did you, what did you say earlier about it? It's still the time. Uh, oh, man, I should have wrote this down. The, the time for yourself is now. Yeah. Yeah. But it is. Sugar affects your mind. Yeah. What was that? What did you say? Yeah. But yeah, anyway, it's, yeah. I'm, I got to say, I'm proud of you and I support you and do my damnedest to help you out. Well, thank you. Yeah. And this, this is something, um, so I'm going to follow the 12 steps from AA with this. And um, I actually, I have a Facebook page called Thoughts from the Tractor. And I think what I'm going to do is post the journey on that. Oh, for sure. I think that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, so I think, and I'll, I'll post the, um, the, the podcasts that have to do with it on that on that as well so it's on the facebook page thoughts from the tractor you can follow that um if you have any questions or comments you can also email us at brenda pm 66 at gmail.com and um i'm going to start this journey today we do have uh, uh a couple events today christmas eve yeah. um that I feel pretty uh, comfortable with because I have total control over it. And um, it's going to be the first day today. Yeah, day one. Day one. Yeah. So, do you have anything to add? Uh, nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. I think I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go get another cup of coffee. It has nothing in it, just black coffee. Yeah. No sugar, no cream, no. No, I left my I left my honey out of my coffee today. So yeah. So, anyways, this is Brenda PM and Russell with thoughts from the tractor. We wish you a very merry Christmas, and whatever struggles you're going through, um, we hope that you have the support around you. We hope that um, you find a safe zone wherever you are, to help you through um, this holiday season. So we wish you a Merry Christmas, and we will probably be doing a couple more episodes through this uh, between now and New Year's. Yes, because I'm supposed to be taking time off. So. Yeah, that's a whole, that's a whole, a whole other addiction issue we got to talk about. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> so thanks for listening. Have a great day, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. This is Brenda PM and Russell from Thoughts from the Tractor.